0: This is Fearless Beauties, a podcast dedicated to developing voices of color in the beauty industry. We are talking to estheticians, skin specialists, and business owners to uncover best skin practices, tactical career tips, and ultimately how we can create a better beauty industry together. I'm your host, Taylor Phillip.
1: And I'm your other co-host, Alina Velez. Welcome to the latest episode of the Fearless Beauties podcast.
0: Welcome to Season 2, Episode 8 of the Fearless Beauties Podcast. I am Taylor. I have my co-host here with me, Alina. And today we are going to talk about name discrimination in the beauty industry. We're getting deep. (laughs) Yes, we are getting into it. I
1: just, my mind is just blown on this subject because um, I really didn't know how much of a thing this really was. Did you, Taylor? Same.
0: No, I, I had no idea. So I know in season one, Mary and I, we discussed a lot about discrimination period. We never really talked about name discrimination, but I feel like the underlying, like, I'm not, not underlying tone, but behind name discrimination is just racial discrimination. It absolutely is. It
1: absolutely is. And it's it's deeply rooted. Um, You know, the racist practice of mispronouncing names has evolved from a long history of changing people of color's names to strip them of their dignity and humanity. Yeah. And that's
0: all the way back to the days of slavery. Right. So slaves were given their owners last names. Um, and that's kind of why, I mean, I think one example is um, even in my family, my ancestors' names are Smith, Hepburn, and even though that may be common Black names, my grandma told me that it goes back to the owners, slave owners' last names. So right. it's, I mean, it's it's absolutely crazy to know that my grandma and grandpa's last name is from their father's 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 slave owner. So, right. Yeah, it is absolutely crazy and it's it's really disheartening to know that it's still in effect today. Like it still affects us in 2021. Not that slavery it will ever kind of be like downplayed at all, but it's mm-hmm. it's crazy to to know that it is still affecting us today. So,
1: and affecting us in the way um, that we are, how we're applying for jobs. I read um, this this field experiment that was done by a research faculty where um, they responded to help wanted ads in Chicago and Boston newspapers. And so what they did was they sent out resumes um, with either quote unquote, remarkably common African-American names Mm. or white sounding names such as Emily Walsh or Greg Baker, right? Mm -hmm. So then they measured the number of callbacks received for interviews. And the studies showed that job applicants with white names needed to send about 10 resumes to get one callback those with African-American sounding names needed to send out, send out 15 resumes to get one call back. Yeah, and that's... <laughs> it just blows my mind that now minority job applicants are white- whitening their resumes by deleting references to their race with hope of raising their chance of employment
0: and, and research shows it's working. Yeah, and that's, I, I, w- I was reading um, an article, almost the same, and I was thinking about the, like, the findings of it, and I was like, man, I really wish that it wasn't true that minority applicants are getting called back because they're whitening their names. I really wish the study ended in, oh, there's really no significant difference because right. it is truly sad that an applicant a minority applicant will not get a job because of what their parents named them. It's like, right. we don't have that choice. And I mean, people can change their names, it's possible, but... But they should do it if, because they want to. Right? right. What if you love your name? And you, <laughs> what if you love your name and you graduated from an elite university and you right. have all of the credentials, but you don't get a job because of your name? Right. You don't even get looked at. You don't even get a chance.
1: What does Mm -hmm. this say about our society?
0: We just have a lot of work to do, Alina. Like,
1: it's just. Girl, I feel like we're in denial. I feel Mm -hmm. like so many people are in denial because I also read that in 2018, the census population projected in year 2045, the U.S. will become minority white, meaning white people will be the minority.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, that's even in Mary's book, in Fearless Beauty's book. It's there. Yeah, definitely. 2045, I think her book said 2030 something, but there are going to be more blacks, Hispanics, multi-ethnic people in this world. Right, right.
1: And so why why is there this resistance and this pressure to whiten your resume and shorten your name to be accepted
0: yeah it's really disheartening I was saying you asked the question why and I feel like we always ask that same question but I mean truly what is the answer like there's really no answer that's going to sound remotely acceptable I agree I think we could ask why for for days and days and years and there's always going to be like I don't know why like I really do not understand why the world hasn't fully grasped that whites and blacks were equal I mean of course we're right. not equal in like societal sense but we are equal it's just this color of our skin you're Hispanic I yep. am african-american mary is white we are coming together to create this podcast and we are treating each other equally why can't Mm -hmm. it extend like what is making caucasians just like stop in their tracks and be like oh that's a black person uh right i don't understand i don't get it
1: well to to touch on you know kind of how you know i'm puerto rican you're black mary's white Mm -hmm. you know we we bring something different to the table we all have different perspectives on things and so that's what makes this inclusive and that's what is growing this right is all our different um perspectives on things and i think that we need more of that in the workplace and i feel like employers need to be more intentional about hiring diverse individuals and um, i read that one place when they hold interviews it's a requirement to include at least two women and or two underrepresented minorities Mm. um, for interviewers i think that's a good way to yeah that's a good start hold, yeah, hold people accountable, hold companies accountable and just putting processes and systems in place that, that again, just hold companies and employers accountable.
0: Yeah. And I even think a little bit further, how can those hiring, the hiring managers, the, um, what is it called? The HR department, mm-hmm. how can they combat when their bosses aren't being intentional about Creating a more diverse environment in the workplace. Like, if your boss was overtly just racist, how would you combat that in order to hire minorities? And, like I mentioned, just create a more diverse workplace? Like, what would you do? Mm. That would be like, and that's even a question for me. Like, I wouldn't even know how to even do that. Tell about I mean, it. Yeah. Yeah. I know Mary and I, we talked a lot about just like standing up for them and being the voice when they can't be the voice.
1: I think it is also going to start, you know, when you are job hunting, do your research um, and look at the company's missions and values. And if they don't align with your missions and your values in life, then that's probably not the company for you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That is a great point. Like You don't want to work for a company that doesn't align with who you are. Right. So that is, that's a great point, Elena. I really like that. I had a, I have a funny story. Uh, when I was in high school, no lie, there was a peer. We really didn't converse much, but her name was to light a candle. I and love that. She was African-American and I remember thinking, I, I remember going home telling my mom where her name was. And my mom was like, the first thing my mom said that I remember is like, how is she ever going to get a job? Mm. You know? And this is an African-American woman saying this because we know that our name, it makes a difference. I mean. It does. My my parents named me Taylor, which is <laughs> it is a white name. Do you know what
1: your name means though? Like, have my you ever mom... googled googled the meaning of your name?
0: No, only on like Urban Dictionary, but you know that's like Wikipedia. It's made up. <laughs> <Yeah>. But <laughs> um, my mom names me after um, Wonder Woman. I think she said. Uh, Wonder Woman's, like, real name. It was something Taylor or Taylor something. I don't know. My mom loved Wonder Woman, so she named me that. But all my life, Alina, I promise you people thought I was either a white man or a white boy or mm. a white girl. Mm. So every time they actually saw me in person, like, for job interviews, I would literally focus on their mannerisms and their just aura, just- like... I yeah. want to see when I walk into the room, what you think. Oh, yes. My name is Taylor Phillip. And I mean, you can hear my voice. I don't. Well, people have told me that I don't sound black. So. And
1: whatever that means. Right. Whatever that exactly.
0: means. That's a whole different story. But uh-huh. I don't sound black. So when I walk into a room for a job interview after like a phone interview, their eyes are like, oh, hi. I'm like, mm-hmm. Hi.
1: <laughs> like,
0: hi yeah. and it was 95 percent was oh hi hi taylor nice to meet you hi mm. like were you not expecting you know yeah. me yep. so um but you can't yeah. just like not hire me anymore because i'm black you know what i mean so right.
1: it's so true
0: i wonder what to light a candle has to go through or Jamisio or or you know those beautiful african-american names that have true meaning right that's rooted in them my
1: thing in their culture you know my my business true skin lab it's being true to you Mm -hmm. and i just think your name is it's you your parents chose that for you because that's your being you know yeah and um like for myself, Alina Velez, it's spelt kind of funny. Um, and so I remember being in grade school and teachers stumbling over my name or, mm-hmm. you know, not pronouncing it correctly. And finally, I was like, you know what? Just call me Allie. Like, you right. can't say Alina right. Just call me Allie. And so I just felt like it saved me and them embarrassment. And now I feel like I fully embraced it. And mm-hmm if you can't pronounce it then you know <laughs> that's your problem but i have no problem with correcting people now when before i'd be timid and just kind of just kind of take it but um yeah i feel like it shouldn't be an exception it should be the norm that people are saying your name correctly and you don't have to feel bad about correcting them
0: right or even if you go into a workplace and your male or female boss It's like, oh, I I cannot get your name correct. I'm so sorry. Oh, well, I will teach you how to pronounce it. Here it is. Yeah,
1: I think being vulnerable enough to say, how do I say your name? You know, just taking that extra step to ask because you care instead of Mm -hmm. just taking a stab at it. And oh,
0: whatever. If it's wrong, whatever. No. (laughs) Right. This is my name. Here it is. I'm pronouncing your name correctly. I mean, just just because I have a unique name, quote unquote Mm -hmm. unique, doesn't mean that um, I need to like rename myself or even give myself a nickname. And I feel like, have you ever like seen the movies where there's a male boss and then there's a woman with a difficult to pronounce name? And he's like, oh, I can't get it right. So I'll just I'll just name you. uh blah. Mm-hmm. And then you see the woman just like ugh, head down and walking. Like I've seen so many movies like that where the boss, I'm thinking like psychologically, like maybe he's just too proud to, to pronounce it. And cause he's the boss, he's like, whatever, I'll just give you a new name and mm-hmm. move on. Mm-hmm. I think there's some type of pride that goes with it. Like, I don't know how to pronounce her name. It's a little too difficult for me. So instead of trying, I'm just going to rename her it's, right it's, it's very like disgusting <laughs> i agree I, I just hate it
1: it does something to your self-worth you know it mm-hmm. makes you feel some type of way yeah i agree totally agree but why is it always men <laughs> okay why is it always the men in power hello yeah
0: exactly yeah. and back to what you were saying alina you were saying about your business true skin lab and how it's embodying being your true self Mm -hmm. so I was thinking um my daughter's one of her she has two middle names because I did the most but her one (laughs) of her middle names is Zahara that's a true African name like Mm. truly African name and it means to blossom and like you said there's meanings behind the names that parents give give their children like So I could just almost think, like, when she's growing up, and she's like, yeah, my name is Lauren Chandler Zahara Steele. And they're like, "Zahara, Oh, that's unique. And she's like, Mm. yeah. Um, Or they'll just call her, like, what if she wants to go by Sahara instead of Lauren? Or Mm -hmm. her her other middle name is Chandler. That's her dad's name. Her dad has a, it is a white name, Chandler. Like, (laughs) when I first met him, I was like, oh, your name's Chandler? Okay. My name's Taylor. We both have... White names. And I can say <laughs> that because it's my name and it's true. Like it is a white name. Sure. So if we were to ever call her Zahara, I, I would just love to see how people would react because it's well, not a common name. It's not. And it's absolutely beautiful. And I would hope Thank that if
1: somebody, yeah, I would hope that if somebody, an employer or uh, an acquaintance or whoever, I feel like if they were curious enough to know. Huh, that Zahar is a beautiful name. I hope that they would do some research and and dig deeper and and truly understand. And I hope that that could translate into the workplace too. You know, instead right. of shortening your name or um you know whitening your resume or what have you, really just being your true self. And like I said, if an employer is going to look at that and judge you right off the bat not even give you a chance you don't want to be there Mm -hmm. you don't want to be there i encourage everybody listening to google the meaning of your name if you don't know the meaning already because it's pretty cool my name alina means um a ray of sunshine oh shout out shout out my mama
0: (laughs) for that one Um, i'm actually gonna look up mine I mean, yeah. I've I never think done important.
1: it. it's important. Yeah. No,
0: honestly, I've looked up my name and it means literally Taylor, like T-A-I-L-O-R. <laughs>
1: like to tailor your clothes or. Yes. That can't be right.
0: Alina, I'm so serious. Okay. What is the biblical meaning of. Oh, look at that. The biblical meaning of Taylor translate to clothed with salvation or eternal beauty. Oh, yes. snap
1: there she Love is it. there she is everyone take
0: alina's <laughs> advice and google your name because i'm always almost shedding a tear like when my mom gets Aww. home be like mom you <laughs> named me eternal beauty <laughs> yep. Yep, <that laughs> look at that right. and the if you That's can awesome. hear like the tone in my voice it's like oh my gosh like it makes mm-hmm. me feel great right knowing a little that bit more
1: like, purposeful
0: Right. Right. That is absolutely yeah. amazing. I love yeah. love love that. That is everyone's homework after <laughs> after listening to this episode. Go look up your name and whatever that meaning is if it's positive, take it. Like dive mm-hmm. into that and be that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. That is absolutely amazing. Yeah. Oh boy. Okay, so we talked about the whitening of the names and I kind of want to talk a little bit about what do you think black people or even Hispanic people think when they need to whiten their names like how you said oh just call me Allie that's mm-hmm. so white mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. like Allison or right. what do you think we think as minorities to where we have to be like oh just call me this.
1: I think that we think that we are making life easier for other people, but in the meantime, we're losing mm-hmm. our identity. And I just think it just it just kind of puts you off
0: Devalues of you. you.
1: That devalues devalues you and puts you off track from your journey and you're mm-hmm. conforming to what other people want you to be and that's not why we're here we're here to live up to our purposes and you know live your own journey and not conform to what the world tells you you need to be that's what I think
0: no that's absolutely correct and I think another one you said make life easier but also make those people more comfortable I think right right why do I or why do you need to make another person comfortable because they don't know how to pronounce your name? That, that just exactly. sounds silly coming out of my mouth.
1: Exactly. I mean,
0: so we need to stop that. Like, nip it in the bud. This is my name. And I shouldn't, I should not, not be offered a job because you cannot pronounce my name or you don't like my name or my name is too black or my name is too Spanish or exactly. Hispanic. Like, Jesus or other common hispanic names like i'm sure there's some discrimination around that as well why
1: Mm -hmm. i think inclusive hiring should be intersectional and consider more than just gender race your name look at my qualifications you know and it doesn't happen overnight. I realize that, you know, making a workplace diverse, it, it doesn't happen overnight, Right. but it starts with asking questions to your employees, you know, really building a solid relationship with them. And maybe, I don't know, maybe going to like events or, um, you know, sitting down and watching like a webinar on how to be more yeah. inclusive. I mean, there's a lot of resources online. If you truly want to Yeah. Um, to be an inclusive workplace, we have tools. <laughs> it's a and simple search. You said
0: the word. The word is want. If you really want to. Like, mm-hmm. if you feel like you have to, then it's going to show. But it's the intentionality of it all. Like, you need to kind of like be assertive in going forward with being more diverse like like you said do the webinars um like do go the to- work don't just right. post
1: pictures of you know black or mexican or you know post these ads or whatever no do the work and mm-hmm. because people people can feel your um authenticity right. You know, exactly. you can you can feel when someone's coming from an authentic place or if they're just trying to kind of check the box, you know.
0: Oh, yeah. There's a lot of checking boxes going on. Definitely. And as an esthetician, Alina, um, I think we should talk a little bit more about the beauty industry. Like, have you noticed any name discrimination in the beauty industry? Like, I know it was definitely the first season of the podcast. I think it was like the third episode. We talked about how. We actually had a a guest speaker come on and say how it took her so long to get a loan for her um, small business, her SD small business, because she had an Hispanic name, like opposed to a Caucasian SD who can get a loan like that. Mm -hmm. Um, And she mentioned it being because of her name, her race. So have you witnessed any of that or?
1: gone through any you know of that? you know luckily I haven't been in too many situations um, in the aesthetic industry where I felt like that and I feel like Mary when I was attending spectrum she really um, set the tone and just made it made students aware that that this really is a problem that you could face and mm-hmm. um, not every place is like this but I I've never had to apply for a loan yet. And so I do know that it's a proven fact that people of color, I mean, even in like the housing industry, I ran across this article where this black woman was saying that she went and got her house appraised twice on the third time. She told the lady that she was meeting that she was out of town and that her brother was going to meet her, meet her for the appraisal. Well, her brother was white and that third appraisal went through the roof
0: um, mm-hmm. because she
1: wasn't there. And so yes. I know that, I know that it's a real thing in the beauty industry and in, in so many avenues of life. And again, why?
0: Yes. And while you said that, I was like, why? That's the question I always ask myself that I don't think we'll be able to answer for a very long time. Mm-hmm. But honestly, why did her house get appraised for much higher? Mm-hmm. Because yep. the appraisers saw didn't know her race, right? But if they knew that she was black, you know, it's like or even when minority applicants put their address on their resume, and maybe they live in a low socioeconomic community, right? Do they get? you know, rejected mm-hmm. because they live yeah where they live, you know? Like, that's right. not fair. But
1: going back to the beauty industry, I think that's why companies like Fenty are so celebrated because you feel that authenticity and that inclusion. And that's just one I can think off the top of my head. I know there's probably um, a few more, but... I would just, I, it makes me wonder, maybe we need to shift our focus instead of trying to change this deeply rooted racial, you know, corruption in the world. Mm-hmm. Instead of trying to, like, really change that, like, leave, leave that there and let's start something new.
0: Yeah. Right. I mean, slavery, it's always going to be there. Right? right. So. Right. Like, yeah, I love that. Let's Let's start let's, something
1: ref- let's refocus our energy instead right. of, you know, and I'm not I'm not saying it's a bad thing to, you know, kind of fight it or whatever. But um, I think maybe we would be more successful, like just starting sitting at a new table instead of joining, a, you know, the old table. Right. Let's start a new table. And I want inclusion at this table. Who's with me? You know,
0: right. And I think as a black woman, I I appreciate that because no one wants to talk about the reason why there's discrimination is because of slavery. Like no black person wants to continue talking about that. The only reason why I feel, in my opinion, there's so much talk about it and uh, I forgot the word, but the reason why it's still so big is because not enough is being done. So if Things start to get done, like you said, let's start a new conversation. Let's do something different. Let's sit at a mm-hmm. different table. I think there won't be, oh, it's because of slavery. Oh, it's because of slavery. I don't think mm-hmm. that would even be a topic anymore because change is being made. I think we just want to yeah. see change being made.
1: Shifting our focus, and it right. would be, it, it would outshine just kind of the ugliness
0: of. Right. Well, no one wants to to sit in that no black Mm -hmm. person wants to sit in my ancestors were slaves it's not like we're trying to use that as like a a crutch right we're not trying to lean on that right we're just we're just talking about it because the reason why we're still in this place is because of it so let's Mm -hmm. get out of it right right like that's get out like no one wants to sit in that i agree those were horrible times. No one wants to keep focusing on that. Just mm-hmm. you know, yeah. move on. Let's do it. I'm not, I'm not saying forget about it.
1: Right. No, I think that knowing on. knowing history, because history does repeat itself, you do need to know what has come before you
0: right. so that we
1: can do different. And I think I really, like really pouring into, into the youth because it's the generations to come that are gonna carry this legacy out you know yeah Yeah. I just think pouring into the youth and leaving the door open and letting it be known you know
0: yeah I I mean I love how we kind of almost came to a a solution kind of like let's (laughs) stop leaning on that and Let's stop being uncomfortable with black names or Hispanic names mm-hmm. or whatever because of the past. Like we already know what the past is. Let's move on. Mm-hmm. Like get I, out of that like uncomfortable. There's so much,
1: yeah, so much ugliness, just and negativity with the pandemic and everything. It's, I just feel like, you know, the power of the mind, all right. that stuff can really consume you and. Mm-hmm imagine if it was really good stuff that we were working towards and letting right. that consume you and seeing how that will change your world and just our everyday life. Literally change the world. hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: I love that because we tend to, as humans, of course we tend to focus more on the negative. It's so much easier to focus on the negative, which is yeah. horrible. That is mm-hmm. just human nature. So I think mm-hmm. just trying like, we talked about a little bit ago, intentionality, just really wanting to become more positive. Mm-hmm. I think that will, I mean, it's not going to happen overnight, but, you know, I think that will mm-hmm. help a lot. So I agree. I agree. I think we came to a almost solution, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't it's know. Big, it's a big fish to fry. Yeah, um, it's very complex. There's a lot of parts that go into it, but. At the end of the day, I think just being more positive, having a positive mindset, wanting to be better, wanting to like call out these people who aren't doing what they're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And like Alina said, finding another table to sit at. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. And being true to you. Being true to you yeah. and-
0: Unapologetically. yeah. Hello. Definitely. Yep. Period. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's awesome so i think we kind of touched on all the points we wanted to yeah i feel good about it so alina why don't you tell everyone where they can find you on social media
1: yeah so you guys can find me at true skin lab on instagram um and i, I really do want to connect with more of you guys so um give me a follow let's connect and yeah. uh
0: yeah hear that sultry voice every other week you know
1: (laughs) yes please (laughs) subscribe give us five stars all of it tune in (laughs) yes
0: and you can follow me at taylor budgets on instagram and of course mary who isn't with us today but you can follow her at your etsy godmother on instagram fearless beauties on instagram all the good stuff (laughs) awesome y'all be safe out there Bye. Bye.